Is this live? Ladies and gentlemen, we are live! Yeah, okay. You know, fine. What are you doing? Thank you, dummies. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition of Amp Radio, brought to you as ever by the Amp Radio Network. Uh, my name is Proteus. I'm coming at you live and direct from the frigid streets of Brantford, Ontario. That's correct. Winter has arrived in the one north. Brought to you, but I don't know. It's arrived in Canada. <laughs> it's winter. <laughs> I thought I could get it out. DJ told me. I thought I could get it out this time, but I'm not as good as Mauro Ranella. He gets that out like crazy. We are here to do uh, hashtag... Smack my picks up for UFC Fight Night 164, Blockowitz versus Jacques Ray, which will be held November 16, 2019 at the DJ Tony, if you can. Gimnasio do Iva Fera in Sao Paulo, in Brazil. In Sao Paulo, Brazil. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, we had to have the Portuguese guy come in and give me that translation because... <laughs> I couldn't get it out, so thank you very much, DJ Tony, for breaking that one down for us. Yes, of course, the train keeps rolling on, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we are not with the Fighting Four tonight. Tammy has to cover a shift at work, so life gets in the way yet again. But that's okay because, ladies and gentlemen, this card is not very interesting. Of course, we do also have a Bellator <laughs> card this weekend. Let me just give it a shout-out real quick. Um, uh, Bellator, uh, uh, Sergey Haritanov versus Linton Vassal. And that's pretty much it. I mean, Roger Huerta's on that card, uh, DJ Tony, but, uh, oh. I mean, when when was Roger Huerta? He's in the co-main event. When was Re- Huerta uh, relevant? Not not very recently. Ten years ago. Uh, but I, yeah, I digress. Um, so let's go ahead and get into this one. It's just the boys tonight. Uh, so let's go ahead and throw directly to the boss man himself. It's Tony time, bitches. You know what, Proteus? I'm killing time right now. But while I'm killing time, uh, you know, make Your sure music you never visit one of our sponsors. What's that? I said your your music never works anyway, so. Well, why do we even try? But you know what? Let's give it a shot. What the heck? Hit it! I rest my case. (laughs) Hey, what's up, (laughs) y'all? Yeah, we miss you, Pam, but thank you very much anyways. Uh, so, DJ Tony, uh, what's going on with Bellator this weekend? It's it's not looking great, bud. You know what? They've actually had some pretty decent cards, to be frank. I mean, you can literally look at their last few cards, and it's been better than the last two UFC cards. So, uh, you know what? I think sometimes you just need to take a break because sometimes – as the great Sweet Brown one said, Proteus, ain't nobody got time for that. And you'll put that drop in, I'm assuming, right after you said that. No, that's, I'm glad I you was. bring it up. I couldn't find it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you bring that up. Before we bring Marco in, I want to uh, say to the audience that 
uh, we've had a, a group decision on this one for the uh, Smack My Picks Up crew. Um, for these kind of cards where, where stuff is not actually happening, where we, we're not, no one's really interested. I mean, from the numbers that we saw last week, <laughs> nobody's interested in these cards. I don't know why they do it, DJ Tony. So we're going to, moving forward, ladies and gentlemen, for these kind of cards where no one's really interested, maybe the ESPN cards, there'll be a new format coming up. But I digress. Let's go ahead and bring in the star of the show himself, deep from the heart of Texas. And just before we play his music, DJ Tony, I just have to say, when we were talking off of air, um, Marco was complaining about the weather in in Texas because it's raining and it's cold. I mean, it's frozen over here, Marco. It's Marco from Waco, brother. From Waco, brother, parabéns! Enquanto o Brasil, tu mais grande do mundo! Look, you are frozen in the snow, I am freaking the cold and wet, and, and, and DJ Tony is dry and comfortable and warm, and, and California is running. So, what can we say, man? What can we say? It's alright, though. A slow week of MMA, the cars are eh. But, you know, we got to do what we got to do. We got to cover them because we owe it to the, the tens of people that are listening. So let's talk some MMA. <laughs> yes, sir. Let's go ahead and get into this one. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, uh, there will be no spotlight fight of the night tonight. Uh, Pam is not here to give us one. I mean, she gave us one last week on that card that was so random. I was like, oh, okay. I didn't even write it down because I was like, <laughs> I don't even know who these people are. Um, so, uh what we're going to do is uh, we're going to do main event, co-main event for USC on ESPN plus 22. Um, and then we're going to do a little amp radio rewind course. Again, you're going to have here, Marco go rewind. Uh, so let's go ahead and get into this one right now. Don't forget. DJ Tony. <laughs> Again, I can't, I can't gimmick infringe. I just gave them a little taste. Marco. <laughs> I mean, I can't do it as good as you anyways. All right, so let's go ahead and get to it, guys. Maybe we can wrap this one up nice and quick. And, of course, we'll have everyone's favorite segment at the end of the show, uh, Guilty Pleasures, or Twitter Fall of the Week. We'll still get into that. But let's get into it, DJ Tony. Cue that music. All right, Marco, let me give you the odds right off the top. I've got them in front of me. Of course, these are from Five Dimes Live right now, uh, November 13th, 2019, as we record. Jan Blockwitz is at a minus 210. Coming back at us is Ronaldo Souza at a plus one. Ronaldo, right? Ronaldo Souza at a plus 175. Marco, what you got in the main event of UFC on ESPN plus 22. Remember, Lord Dana says these are not for you, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, I refuse to do any picks until you call Ronaldo Sousa for his proper name. Do it. Ronaldo. No. That is Jacare, brother. You gotta do it right. I know, I know. I know it's Jacare, buddy, but I mean, I, I, I'll get to it in, in, the, in my pick, but Jacare isn't looking oh, okay. as impressive as he's you know, in the past, so I don't know. He's looking, 
Kiko than a jack than a an alligator. Yeah. Okay. Look. This car is just to to fill a space, you know. They owe people yeah. fights. They owe ESPN fights. They owe space fights. And they don't, don't complain about oversaturation because you don't have to flip channels for this. If you got ESPN Plus, you can watch it if you want to. You can watch it later on. You cannot even watch it and you can catch it on later. It's ESPN Plus. And for people in Canada, I don't know how you do it there, but it's same ordeal. It's just one of those cars that is there if you want to watch it. You know, it's in Brazil. It's for the Brazilian audience. Like you say, Lord Dana say, it is not for you people. Uh, but that said, man, uh, Blahovic has looked impressive. I mean, he is perennial contender. Supposedly, he will be one of the, the guys, quote-unquote, next in line if he beats Zagre. He already obliterated a middleweight going to light, light heavyweight on Luke Rocco. He broke his freaking yeah. jaw for crying out loud. And uh, remember, a lot of people saw Rojo was going to be the real deal. Uh, not so much. And Jacare is on the runner of 30, dude. I mean, it's a shame. It's an absolute shame that he never got an opportunity to fight for the title at middleweight. He's not going to an opportunity to fight for the title like heavyweight. Uh, Blachowicz has demonstrated that he is a real deal. He got knockout power. He can grapple with you. He can make it greedy and dirty. Uh, yeah. Uh, they all said about right. Uh, Jacare, like you say, hasn't shown lately enough for me to be convinced that he's able to pull this fight out. They are fighting in Brazil. It's a five-round fight. I understand all that. But uh, Blachowicz is a natural light heavyweight, and Jacare is moving up. So at, at the very best, Jacare is going to be probably 210. Blachowicz is going to be walking around 225, 230. Yeah, I, I'm picking Blachowicz, and I think Blachowicz is going to get yeah. another knockout. Uh, he's good enough to stay out of trouble on the ground. You know, he got a good wrestling background because, you know, Poland. Uh, yep. They got good wrestlers out there on the Eastern Europe, man. And uh, he got power. He can crack, man. So I'm picking Blachowicz. Uh, give me a TKO on the third round. Disappointed a whole bunch of Brazilians that are going to be thinking, ooh, va morir. And then they're going to be yeah. silent. They're going to be silent because poor Jacare is going to get knocked the fuck out. But yeah, give me Blachowicz on the third round by TKO. Yeah, and of course, as Marco mentioned, uh, as I did not mention at the top, of course, Jacare moving up in weight, uh, like uh, Luke Hockold in the past, of course, like uh, your Chris boy, Weidman. what's his name? Chris, Chris Weidman. Weidman, also moving up in weight. The only one that has had any success, DJ Tony, moving up in weight, is Darren Till uh, up no, to this point. So. That is true. The the experiment is out there, DJ Tony, and I think Marco, like you said, go ahead. Two two people move from middleweight to light heavyweight, and they fought for titles: Thiago Santos and Anthony. Correct. So it actually worked out for a couple of them, but they are right. They are on the younger side. Well, Anthony Smith is on the younger side. Thiago Santos is on his mid thirties, but not as much mileage as these other champions and former champions, and you know what? You know what I'm trying to say. Oh, yeah, yeah I, absolutely, I, I absolutely do. And of course, I Bobby Knuckles, that's right. Yeah, I'm, oh, Bobby Knuckles, of course, he became a champion. But the younger guys moving up 
Lakers has worked out better than the, the, the older the older guys. Just saying. Yeah. Oh yeah, exactly. And that's what I was trying to point out. And that's I thank you for highlighting it, Marco, because you said it better than I would have. I would have used seventy two words. You used twenty. Uh, so let's go ahead and throw to DJ Tony. You heard what we had to say. Jacques Array moving up here. And, of course, let me give you the records here. Uh, Jan Blockowitz, Yanni from the block, is number six. In, of course, as Marco had said, his, this is his, his natural weight division against Jacques Array, who they have slotted in, they being the UFC, at number eight in this division. Of course, Jacques Array. His legend, of course, precedes himself. Of course, DJ, thank you very much, DJ Tony. We are doing this in Brazil. Uh, so Jan, Jan Blockowitz, 23, 8, and 0. I don't believe, uh, Marco, as you mentioned, you said uh, uh, Susan, or, uh, Yanni from the block would be good on the ground. I think it's been uh, almost 10 years since Yanni from the block has been um, submitted. Uh, against 26-6-0 with one no contest, uh, Jacques Ray Souza. DJ Tony, I'm giving you a whole bunch of information because Tammy from the block is not here. So I thought I'd give you all the information before that you decided what you needed to say. So let's hear what you got to say. What do you got going on in the main event here, brother? Jacques Ray's moving up. Well, do you he, think that he gets it done or not? As you know, Proteus and Marco, um, I don't get fooled by the rocks that I got. Um, nothing. Okay, never mind. I'll give myself crickets on that one. I love it. All right. I love uh, it. I, I think I think Marco's right on this one, you guys. I, I just don't see um, the the hotter opponent is Jan Blahovitz. He is by far the 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 hotter fighter, Blahovitz. Yeah, and Ronaldo Souza dos Santos. I I remember him from Strike Force, you guys. I mean, he's lived a little, right? Um, so uh, I'm going with uh, Blahovitz. I don't think he can finish Jacare. I'm, I'm trying to think of the last time Jacare uh, was finished. And is it Bobby Knuckles? Um, I, I can't recall. I think it was Bobby, Bobby Knuckles. Knuckles, Knuckles. Was, uh, yeah. yeah. All right. See? All right. So I just don't think that Blahovitz is the same type of fighter as Bobby Knuckles. If, if uh, K- Gaslam can't finish him, Brunson can. I don't think Blahovitz can, but Blahovitz will get the win. Blahovitz via decision at a Jacare basically trying to stay awake in rounds four and five because he'll be gassed like he always is. <laughs> yeah. So Blah- Blahovitz over Ronaldo Souza dos Santos. Decision. And of course, that win uh, by Bobby Knuckles over Souza was back in 2000, 2017. Marshall, what were you going to say? Uh, no, instead of Jacare, I'm going to call King Gecko from now on. Oh, <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, look, look, listen, in, in his past three fights, uh, Souza has not looked good. Lost to Gastelum, win to, against Weidman, lost against uh, Singing and Dancing, Hermanson. Um, and again, Marco, like I like you said at the top, you were calling me out for not throwing out the Array that we have done many times. I mean, uh, if you listen to our boys over there in the CME this week, they didn't throw it out either. I mean, it seems like we're all kind of on the no uh, the Sousa train is kind of coming to an end here. Um, and again, the experiment of moving up has not looked good 
for most of the guys that have been moving up lately, um, especially, you know, Chris Weidman and, and your boy uh, Hollywood over there, who's, like you said, Marco, uh, being uh, eating from a straw for a long period of time. But we talked about that when it happened. I don't want to get into it right now. Uh, I think Yanni from the block gets this one done as well, guys. I just think that these guys who are at light heavyweight are there for a reason. I mean, they're coming down from a much larger weight. Uh, They have to uh, do their cuts uh, appropriately um, so that they can still keep their power, so that they can still keep their strength. Yes, Jacques Ray will come in at probably his, his normal weight, but I think it, at light heavyweight, as we've seen with uh, Wyman and Hockold, as I mentioned, um, it, a light heavyweight is not some, some kind of division where you want to just move into. I feel real bad about, you know, Israel Adesanya kind of getting into it with John Jones because I think that's a bad mistake for him. So, I, I, I mean, I just wanted to throw that in real quickly. But I, I think that if you're moving up from – Moving up in weight from, you know, uh, middleweight to light heavyweight, it's completely different. There are levels to this shit, right, Marco? Okay, I always say there's levels, man. And they're just weight Absolutely. class, man. Absolutely, so. I mean, like, light heavyweight, if they, if they gain, they walk around weight usually it's between 225 and 230. Exactly. If gain 15 more pounds, you will be fighting heavyweight. You know, so they're more than light heavyweights, so they don't want to fight heavyweights. And they're too big to go to middleweight, so... They set it on life heavyweight. That's what it is. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with you 100%. I'm actually going to take uh, Blockowitz as well, Marco. Uh, I think I'm going to take him by TKO in the second. Um, I'm, I'm, I, I, I even think it might be TKO in the first. I just want to go on record there. Wow. And say that. Yeah, I don't know. If, I don't know if what Jacare's got for Johnny from the block right now. Take a round. I'm going to take the second round. Marco, you've got the third round. Uh, DJ Tony, what did you call? I, I didn't write it down. I, I listened to you, but I didn't write down what your pick was. Marco's right. Third round decision because there won't yeah, really be okay. much of a fourth or a fifth. Yeah, it's five. No, it's a joke. I, 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 Meaning, it, Sousa's not around in round four and five. You guys know that. I got and, of course, okay. And of course, it 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 comes in uh, from last week because the the main event was only three rounds. So, double jokes on that one, Mark, uh, DJ Tony. I get it. Yeah. All right, guys. Did you so see? Became, did you see? Became Bellator for a night. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So let's go ahead and move on to the co-main event. We go, DJ Tony. Give me one second. Sorry. Uh, give me. Yeah. Do it now. One. To the light heavyweight division we go. To the co-main event we go. Cue that music. Mauricio Shogun Hua against your boy Hua. <laughs> Hua. Most of us can't understand in his post-fight interviews. Paul Craig. Uh, I love him, though, guys. I love him. I mean, throwing a good Scott or a Welshman or an Englishman or a Scout, I'm I'm all over it. All right, so let's go ahead and get into it, guys. Number 14, uh, Shogun Hua against Bear Jew, Paul Craig. Um, DJ Tony, of course, Hua is 26, 11, and 0. 
uh, against Paul Craig, who is 12 and 4. I mean, the young blood coming up. Uh, but what do you see going on here in the Coleman event, DJ Tony? You got Shogun uh, pulling one out, or you got the Bear Jew uh, getting it done? Funny, Bear Jew. I think that's what my uh, my ex used to call me. Nothing. <laughs> okay, never mind. Uh, here's 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 the thing. Uh, I just don't see that Mauricio Hua has been fighting a long time, you guys, and. Paul Craig, even though I think he was knocked out in his last uh, fight, I wasn't he? He was KO'd by someone. Oh, he was killed by Menenfield in uh, in June. Uh, boy, I don't remember him fighting in September. You know what? Too many damn cars. Yeah. That was Rodriguez versus uh, Stevens. Yeah. Uh, but I'm I'm going with a bear Jew I, I, for whatever. I have no idea what that means, by the way. If someone knows, please. You don't. But I'm going with the da- uh, no. What does that mean? Well, this is the one Tarantino movie that I've actually watched. It's from uh, what's that Tarantino movie where he's got with the Nazis and Brad Pitt? Oh, in it? oh, oh, Glorious Bastards. That's right. Yes. And the Bear Jew carries around a, a baseball bat and carries not and kills Nazis with his uh, his uh, baseball bat. Yeah, and Glorious Bastards. That's the movie. You know what? You guys made me change. All right. You know what? Uh, boy, Marco just made me change. Not joking. You know what? I forgot that Mauricio Hua, because for whatever reason, I remember him losing to Anthony Lionheart Smith. Shout out to Anthony Lionheart Smith. But before that, I forgot he actually had three straight victories over uh, Little Nog, Corey Anderson, and unfortunately everyone seems to be John uh, Deontay right now. But um, he did knock out Tyson Pedro. I'm going reverse, guys. Backtrack, hit the rewind, third round, second round TKO, Mauricio Hua knocking out the Bear Oh, Jew. wow. <laughs> second round or third round? Second round, Hua. All right. All right, Marco, I'm going to throw right to you because I'm sure you've got something to say here. Uh, so why don't you go ahead and give us what you got here in the co-main event, brother? I'm going to ask you to give me the odds first because it's going to be very Yes, sir. Absolutely. Thank you very much. I appreciate you. Uh... Um, in the meantime, I want to keep talking so we will have a pivot. No, wait a second. Wait a second radio. here. Wait a second. No, because who uh, on, the, on, on, the, uh, on the list here on Five Dimes, the uh-huh. Hua fight has been, it's been, it's the fourth fight down on the card. It's not listed as the co-main event. Bobby Green versus uh uh, Francisco Trinaldo is is uh, on the co-main event. I don't know if something's happened, but uh, here's the odds for that fight. Uh, Hua is at a, a minus 280. Paul Craig is at a plus 240. So I apologize for my confusion there, but I was wondering why it wasn't listed in the co-main event slot. Go ahead, Marco. Yeah. Well, there are still you need to know. Uh, Rua is the superior striker. Paul Craig has made a living out of pulling last minute and last second submission. He's really good sure. on the ground, don't get me wrong, because he's lanky, he got those long arms, and he gets you on the ground, he's a sneaky good at catch with something. But Rua is a black belt, man. I mean, uh, for what, 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 whatever you want to think of Chogon Rua, the bad boy, and all the stuff, he, he's very decent on the ground, and he is a superior striker. Uh, Paul Craig has been notorious for just being too tough for his own good. He gets hit a lot. 
you don't want to do that with what is a second Rua. So I'm going to pick Rua on a on a first round TKO KO of uh, Paul Craig and uh, make the Brazilians happy for, for once on this whole night. So that's my pick. Yeah. What is I mean, who is a big star down there, right? He has been for <laughs> and he has been for a number of years. So I mean, yeah, that would make them feel real good if uh Hua could get one more win. And of course we hear yeah, that, uh, they Hua... are gonna get their hearts broken one fight later when Jacare loses, right. so <laughs> might as well give Wonderful. them something, right, Marco? Yeah, no shit. <laughs> All right, so um, I, I I think I'm going to go the other way, guys. I think Paul Craig, yeah, he has been known for being too tough, Marco, for his own good. And, and I mean, he's he's pulled out some submissions at the last minute. Look, man, any guy, any person, any fighter that is my age, I always have to go maybe the, the lean towards the younger guy, especially a young guy like Paul Craig, who, <laughs> I mean, he does look – fairly impressive you know what i mean he has been improving uh yes he's been getting that last minute finish uh um you know in certain fights but if i mean if if a, a top end fighter like john jones was getting a you know a, a submission at the end of the fight we'd be going oh yeah john jones is great he managed to get that submission at the end of the fight i'm gonna take craig guys i'm just gonna mix it up I'll go with craig and i'm i don't know guys this is a three-round fight co-main event, or I hope it's co-main event, since it's buried deep under the uh, best fight odds, uh, five dimes odds. It's uh, the fourth fight here, guys. It's confusing. Um, I'm going to take Craig, and I'm also going to take him. uh, You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to say this one's a decision, guys. I don't really usually go with decision, but I'm going to take decision on this one. Paul Craig. By the way, it's just FYI. On the five dimes, they're not always in order. Yeah, I know, but it's best fight. Oh, on the best fight odds, it's not on in order. Okay, my bad. No. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, my bad. All right, guys. So uh, let's. As I said, we're not going to do um, spotlight fight of the night. So Marco, let's go ahead and throw directly to Amp Radio Rewind. Rewind. <laughs> Yes, indeed. Okay, ladies and gentlemen. So the weekend, <laughs> uh, the weekend that was um, UFC on ESPN Plus Twenty One. Everybody's, you know, favorite fight event. Um, but I, I'm again, guys. I'm not going to give this to anybody because uh, I'm especially not going to give it to Marco, who picked uh, Hardy in the co-main event against Volkov. Uh, shame on you, Marco. But everything else was uh, virtually identical. So this is, week is a push. Um, I know Pam. If Pam was here, she'd go, I gave you a spotlight fight. Yeah. I didn't even count it. Like I said earlier on, guys, I didn't even get into it. So, Marco, let's go ahead and throw directly to you. <laughs> uh, this wasn't a very exciting card. I mean, we had a lot of decisions on this particular card, right, Marco? And then, of course, we uh, we get into the main card. We've got Greg Hardy and uh, uh, and Volkov, which really wasn't an exciting fight. And then we moved into the main event, which was uh, Mer- uh, Meramed Shaparov versus Qatar, or Cater, sorry. 
and this one, if Marco, if it would have been five, may have been a little bit more interesting. What do you think? What are your thoughts? Go. Okay, so I'm going to give you the Christmas of the car, and then I'm going to talk to the comment and main. The two spots that were bright on the car were the front kick from the Russian dude that make the actual right. sports center top ten, and the Ooh. Danny Roberts. And the Danny Roberts freaking knockout that they spin the guy around 360. That was a beautiful knockout by Danny Roberts, man. Hot chocolate. So, just to mention those because they were nice. They were very nice knockouts. But, uh, Correct. The comment, okay, I'm not going to share on Greg Hardy too much because the guy got seven fights and he went against the seven run like everywhere on the planet. And he didn't, he didn't get embarrassed, man. The guy shows an improvement. He, he went the all three rounds without an inhaler. Like a, good for that. You should have done that the last fight, Greg Hardy, and then you would have had that fight overthrown. But okay, whatever. Uh, he didn't get like a completely. Like, he didn't get a battle. The guy did okay. You know, he lost the fight fair square. You know, we saw who the superior striker was, but he, it, he Hardy got some spots. You know, he was able to touch uh, bulk uh, up and. Uh, uh, regardless of what you think about the guy, I'm talking about just the, the athletic pros- prospects of the guy as a heavyweight, it is promising. Because the guy is showing good footwork. Uh, he, he's not gassing out on the third round. You know, he's, He looks tired, but he's not gassing out. He's not like huffing and puffing. And uh, he's quick. And uh, he, you know, we know he got power. So as a prospect with a 4-2-1 record, let's keep an eye on the guy. Let's see what he can do in a couple of years. Uh, the main event... Right. Absolutely agree with you. Freaking. Uh... Oh, by the way, Volkov should get the uh, 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 Junior dos Santos fight. Just wait for the Santos to get better, and, and, and let's play front yeah. and back, brother. But uh, on the main event, you are right. This was a three rounder because it was contracted to be three rounds. It was a shame yeah. that it wasn't a five rounder. Uh, footnote: Muhammad Sharif has never been on a five rounder at the USC, and. Uh, yeah, by the third round, the guy goes, gosh, man. I mean, as good as the guy is in the first and second round, but the third round, Kero was taking it to him. To the to the point that he was just, I was striking Sharipov three to one on, on, on the on the freaking strike count. Uh, I, oh, from my point of view, Sharipov is a little bit of a front runner. And if he doesn't get you out in the first or the second, uh, he doesn't know how to manage his energy. If you want to put this guy as a contender against guys like Alex Volkanovski or freaking uh, Max Holloway who feasts on people on the third, fourth, and fifth round, the guy will get freaking annihilated. I did not like what I saw, man. Uh, you get Calvin Cato two more rounds, the fourth and the fifth, like a proper main event, he was on his way to win the fight because the whole momentum of the fight has shifted late on the second and, and through the whole third round. Cato was winning the fight, uh, running away on the third round. So... Mohamed Sharipo said he got his tie, he got this, he got that. The same shit happened on his last fight, too. He got that on the third round. What is your excuse on that one? If he doesn't address those, he he has to win the fight the first two rounds or he'll get freaking smoke. So, yeah. Uh, we'll see what happens. I mean, he won the fight, fair and square. He completely dominated the first and second round, but he got to address that cardio. Otherwise, against the upper echelon, he, he will get destroyed. Sorry, DJ Tony. Um, Marco kind of broke the whole card down there, even though I asked him to just start with the main event. So, right, brother, it's all good. Don't worry about it. Uh, but uh, hey, where do you want to start? Week, 
We need shit to talk about this week. So I got to extend it. <laughs> I was I was just trying I was just trying to keep it in order because I got to go throw to DJ Tony now and I don't know where he wants to start. DJ Tony, where do you want to start, brother? Because as I said, Marco kind of just threw everything out there, and that's fine. I have no problem with that. But where do you want to start? Do you want to start with the beat, or do you want to start with Greg Hardy as well? Because if you want to start with Greg Hardy, I got some comments there. Uh, but you go ahead and do whatever you want. Start wherever you want. If you had a spotlight fight, shout that out as well. I think Marco was right. Nobody gives a crap about that card. So, unfortunately, the numbers showed. And, listen, tens of hundreds, uh, you know, we average five 5,000 listeners per show, guys. So, we're actually doing – uh, a little bit more than that. Listen, uh, Marco's right about uh, the beat Muggleman to rip off. He, he gasses out. I didn't know he gasses out that much. So it actually really threw me off. Um, Greg Hardy. Uh, I don't really have much to say about that one. Uh, Marco was right about Danny Roberts. Uh, boy, I forgot about that fight. Um, it was all right. So many of yeah. them were really, really bad. Shout out to Jesse Jess, Rose, uh, Rose Clark, who lost, unfortunately, um, they, I mean, it's listen. It wasn't a very exciting card. Yeah, these cards aren't very deep, and I think if you if you're watching on ESPN Plus, I mean, the uh, the, the majority of this particular card was, were decisions. Unfortunately, um, let's let's talk about the main and the co-main event. We'll start with the main event in my breakdown uh, as the beat. Yeah, I, I thought there was an injury there coming into this fight. I thought you know. Maybe we could say that uh, they wanted to move it to a more favorable area for Zabit. Uh, those were the the uh, talking points before the fight went down. I, I, he just Zabit looked like a guy who probably had an inju- an injury and couldn't train properly. Um, allegedly. And, uh, allegedly. Allegedly. I, yeah, allegedly. He twisted he, he, he his pinky, so he wouldn't find Boston. Hey, listen, <laughs> the, the UFC let him out of the fight in Boston, brother. So there must have been something that went down. Maybe somebody's, <laughs> you know, palms got greased by a couple of hundos. Uh, I don't know. I'm, so I'm not he, there. He, I'm not. He, he twisted his big toe. I'm sorry. He was a little bit poor. Oh, okay. than I <laughs> 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 Anyways, it didn't, he didn't look all that great. He He looked like he was trying to throw out the – you know the the best uh, best looking kicks and the best you know. Uh, anyways, he, as we do, as he does, he mixes it up. But I thought if we saw five five rounds of this, yeah, I thought Kelvin was gonna Kelvin with a C was gonna be able to take this one down. As he said in the post fight press conference, I thought he he uh, Kelvin said it right. I mean he 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 started slow and he did start slow and you know what? That's because he peaked like three weeks ago for UFC Boston, and then he had to come all the way over to Russia. I mean, I thought he looked fantastic in that performance. Zabit does not deserve a title shot, in my opinion. Like you both have said, uh, if he gets a title shot, uh, he will get beat up, especially in the fourth and the fifth round if it goes that far. Um, let's throw ahead, go ahead and throw to the co-main event for me. Uh, again, you guys know I'm not a big fan of Greg Hardy. We talked about it last week. Uh, Marco, uh, he did the UFC a favor, uh, get sliding in there, and, and Volkov did exactly what he needed to do, in my opinion, 
These guys don't need to do what the UFC wants them to do. I go out there and throw some fucking bungalows with a guy who can knock you out and Greg Hardy, who is a great athlete. But you know what? He's not an MMA fighter right now, guys. He should not be in the co-main event. He should not be on ESPN. He should not be uh, anywhere. He should probably be in the LFA right now. I, I, I know he won the Contender Series, or he looked good on the Contender Series, blah, blah, blah. Fuck yourself. Alexander Volkov did exactly what he needed to do and not get knocked out by Greg Hardy. I don't care that it was a boring fight because you know what? I think the fighters need to do what they need to do, man. Uh, There was no, uh, no bonuses going to be handed out for that fight. Uh, It's a terrible card. So again, guys, I want to stress to you, uh, Greg Hardy is a cunt. No, I just apologize. Nope. Nope. Erase that. Um, these these particular cards uh, that no one seems to be interested in, perhaps these ESPN cards will have a, a bit of a different um, approach to them because, um, I don't know, we just no one seems to be interested in them. So what we're going to do moving forward is probably put out a like a, a, you know, a news kind of show for you that's maybe 30 minutes with everybody's picks and then it'll be over with uh, for these particular points of uh, these cards. But, uh, let's go ahead and I, move on, guys, I, I, and wrap this up. Go ahead, Marco. Sign out on the LFA, now on UFC Fight Pass. Yeah, I, th- I saw that, and I, you know, I thought it's, 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 it's really like, I mean, if that's the first time they're putting the LFA on Fight Pass, I mean, maybe they had some, did they have some uh, TV contracts that they had to use up before they could put it fully on uh, Fight Pass, Marco? No, 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 it's a... They, they finish at uh, Access TV. Well, Access TV did yeah. LFA wrong. They, they they really throw them under the bus because they were supposed to be contracted until 2021, and all of a sudden they just drop every old MMA out of Access. So, yeah, they, they oh, were flat okay. on the win. Yeah, then, uh, the, the whole idea with Access TV was not a good one because LFA was contracted to two cup fights with, LF, with Access TV all the way until 2021, LFA, and, you know, yeah. Well, bottom line, bottom line is, is that uh, they, according to Ed Soros, you know, the president of the LFA, they shop around uh, uh, for uh, TV rights, but they uh, use uh, Fight Pass, getting an offer that they actually couldn't refuse. That was actually a really good offer. Wow. Because, because not only do they get uh, uh, the, the, the rights to negotiate with different TV broadcast channels outside the United States, but USC Fight Pass is an international uh, international products so they already get automatic viewing on, on international markets too and I guess they're, they're, right. they're getting similar value of what they were getting from access for the broadcasting rights so they're not losing mm-hmm. wow. money and they get to keep their production uh, people plus they get added some production personnel from USC Fipers so Soros uh, is happy and you know he worked hand in hand with the the USC, he, he he was able to get the rights of the octagon for the LFL, LFA because yep. they they find a lot of people to the USC through LFA. So yeah. And, well, that's I mean, exactly what I was going to say, Marco. I think that you know it's a, it's appropriate place for the LFA because that in the past, as I've said, the LFA LFA seems to be the minor leagues uh, of the UFC. They have the octagon, um, you know, whether it be the small octagon, but. 
I, I do believe that this is this is right, and this is probably the way that the UFC should handle um, their minor leagues moving forward. So yeah, good move they by him, them. They got Invicta on, on, on Fighters, yeah. LFA, Cage Warriors. The only entities they don't have is like uh, Combate Americas that is, you know, whatever. They, they sure. don't got KSW yeah. and they don't got Bellator because they're a little bit, and uh, one, of course, they're a little bit bigger. But at the minor league level, they got almost everybody uh, that can, can feed them prospects. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. So, guys, let's go ahead and bring this show to a close. I thought it was a good show. I, I appreciate you guys talking MMA with me tonight. Uh, DJ Tony, do you have a guilty pleasure of the week, or do you have a, t- a Twitter follow that you'd like to uh, give us this week? What you got, brother? Damn right. Listen, there's going to be right. – I, I think we're sleeping on this fantastic card, guys, the pre-prelims <laughs> on this Blahovitz <laughs> versus Jacare, as we have Ariane Litsky fighting Veronica yeah. Macedo – so shout out cue to music. Uh, Vero Macedo, right, MMA. Cue the music. I'll add that in later. But uh, shout out to that. And <laughs> Tracy Cortez. Shout out to Tracy Cortez and Vanessa Mello. If that's ever a Portuguese name, that's one. Mello. Thanks, guys. Uh, you're more than welcome. And thank you very much uh, for cueing the music once again. Um, listen, I don't have a guilty pleasure. Well, I guess I do. Uh, my guilty pleasure this week is uh, a YouTube channel. It's called uh, a Geographics. Uh, as you guys know, I like to give you some uh, YouTube uh, channels that I, I'm in, enjoying. Uh, Geographics, it's uh, basically they break down. I watched uh, basically last, uh, the last one I watched was how uh, Seattle was built um, from the ground up. Wow. And uh, it was quite interesting. Yeah, it's quite interesting because uh, – you see the people who actually settled there in the 1880s and uh, they seem like the saddest, most upset people. I mean, have you ever seen people from the 18th, 1880s in their photos? They all just look like they're not having a great time. And of course it was the 1880s because they're, they're not having a great time. Anyways, uh, geographics, check it out. They, they cover uh, the, the presenter uh, is a, a great presenter and he covers the uh he does his research he, he covers it really well i enjoyed it so geographics go check it out on the youtubes marco you have a guilty pleasure of the week and then of course get us the fuck out of here for this week brother oh yes i do disney oh yeah plus. you do disney plus i subscribed yesterday i know i'm loving oh, it oh damn i watched i watched avengers Endgame for the fourth time uh, of course, I cry when Iron Man dies, because everybody does. Of course. Uh, and uh, I'm going to watch the first episode of The Mandalorian today. The library yeah. of Disney Plus is got no rival. I mean, every single Disney animated movie ever, every single Star Wars, every single Marvel freaking uh, yeah. movie ever, the whole... Pay the 95. The whole Simpsons freaking library, uh, the 20th Century Fox library coming soon, to, uh, yep. to Disney Plus because they own Disney it. Plus. Yeah, and every single Disney movie, Pixar movie the ever Simpsons. made. The Yeah, it's it amazing. Uh, I've had so much fun. My kids are going to love it. And, uh, yeah, Disney Plus, man. Go and subscribe. Six ninety nine a month, 70 bucks a year. If you want to save uh, on the on the subscription. I don't know how much it's for the Canadians, but, you know, whatever. 
10 から頃で。はい、全部。<笑>ただ、<笑>